The Evolution Channel is sponsored by Eternal Gold Beauty, the most advanced skincare line in the world. Awaken your skin to aging in reverse at eternalgoldbeauty.com today. You're listening to Cosmic Consciousness, the show that connects with today's way showers and conscious advocates who use real-life superpowers to catapult human evolution. Blessings, soul family. This is Jules with Cosmic Consciousness, coding the new human for the new earth. And I am so excited to have our guest come back, Peter Cater. Peter Cater is a two-time Grammy Award winner, and he is a fabulous artist. And I just had the most amazing experience with him. And I want to talk a little bit about that. But first, welcome, Peter. Hey, Jules. Nice to be here with you. Amazing. So uh, we, we have had an interview before. So if um, people want to go back and refer to that one, um, definitely go back and look at that interview. But before we get started, Peter, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you want everyone to know about yourself today? It's funny. I told him I was going to ask that question. He's like, well, which self do I talk about? And I'm like, you get to pick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I'm a pianist, obviously, pianist, composer. I, you know, you you say, tell me about yourself. So, like, I'm like, well, do I say, well, I'm a two-time Grammy winning, blah, 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 who's done this and this and that? Or do I say that I am just a human being trying to find their way through this world and express myself in an authentic way that is fulfilling and genuine so that we can have a meaningful interaction? I think that's probably more accurate. Uh, My fashion preferences and food choices. I love that. You know, it's all about showing up and being authentic and being vulnerable and transparent because it's in that that people can connect to the beauty of who you are. And I just had that experience with you. Um, Peter uh, did a private piano session for me. And I have to say, I didn't really know what to expect. And uh, so we just talked for what, maybe 30 minutes and I would say that was a little uncomfortable for me because I had to sit and talk about myself for 30 minutes without a lot of conversation on the other end. But I could tell that Peter was really absorbing the frequency of what I was saying. And um, and then when he felt ready, he had me lay underneath his grand piano and played a piece that represented the energy of, um, of me. And, um, I have to say it, there's not very many times that I have processes where when I'm finished, I feel like I went into, um, an altered state that I'm not able to just pull myself right back out of. And, um, I think I was flying pretty high for at least a couple hours after that. So thank you for that, Peter. (laughs) My, my pleasure. (laughs) Uh, So I definitely want to talk more about that experience and kind of what it's like for you on the other side as, as the, I, you know, I almost want to call you a practitioner in this case because there is a, an, a spiritual art to it. But before we do, I want to just go to break so that we can just come back and have a yummy conversation. 
Okay. Um, but before we do, Peter, to let everybody know where they would go if they want to find out about your new album that we'll talk about and these private sessions and all the other retreats and beautiful things that you're bringing to the world. Okay. Uh, well, I guess the, the best place to go is my website, which is petercater.com. Um, P-E-T-E-R-K-A-T-E-R.com. And I got everything there, the new album, my recent albums, the retreats, the piano readings, it's all there. And then at the bottom of the website, somewhere it says email Peter and those emails come directly to me. So you can, you know, communicate with me from there. Uh, and that's such a blessing right there just to have that um that instant communication. Um, so definitely check out the website and we're going to be right back. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our Superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. And we're back. I have Peter Cater, two-time Grammy Award winner. And we are talking about just all of the beautiful offerings that Peter does. He's such a unique person. And, you know, he has, he's, he's a piano artist and he has created some of the most amazing music. But I think it's what is in the spirit or the soul of Peter that makes what he's doing that is so special. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Peter, and just let's tap into that little part of you. And in that experience, when you were creating that that private piece for me, I'd love to hear what that is like for you. Well, it's different with everybody. Um, and it's, it's actually a lot different with everybody. So you know, generally speaking, I am just connecting with your energy and and just feeling into it without it's and it's not a mental thing. This is a very, very much a full body intuitive kind of experience where I'm just opening up and feeling what is vibrating with you or whoever I'm talking with. And and there's a lot of space involved. Like I think in our last interview, we talked about how much space I feel like I have inside. Like when I close my eyes and go inside, it's like this huge expanse, right? So when I do that in the presence of someone else, then I start I start feeling and hearing things, um, and eventually, uh, you know, and it's amazing that it kind of happens. And to be honest with you, it doesn't always happen. But 95% of the time it happens where I get a very, very clear uh, melody, chord progression, at least the beginning of it, at least the first 20, 30, 60 seconds, you know, I'll hear it in my head and I'll just have an intuitive sense about what is needed at this time to create a synergy, a connection 
you know, like, where does the path begin? And, uh, and that's what I do. And I don't, I, I don't question it. I don't judge it. I don't, a lot of time to have like an, Oh, that's what it is kind of moment, you know? And, um, uh, that's generally, generally what it is. And then, you know, there's all the specific different little nuances of dealing with individual people and where they're at and where I'm at. And, you know, I try to get myself out of the way as much as possible. And, you know, that's, that's possible to varying degrees depending on who I'm with actually, because if a, if a person is really busy in themselves, it creates a different dynamic than if a person is really kind of present and open with themselves. You know, there's, there's all these different ways of relating. So uh, again, 95% of the time, it's a, it's a pretty amazing experience where I go, wow, I've never played that before. Um, and that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it is. It's super cool. And also in there, you know, it's such a unique way of a reflection for the person that once they, they get the piece from you uh, and they're able to listen to it, to see themselves in the music. It's almost like that reflection of um, the highest frequency that's available that for them and for you, it's a synergy that you brought together. And then it's like, okay, well, this is who you are in tone or in music in the space in between. And I can say for myself, when I went to listen to it, it brought tears to my eyes because it, it just, the tones as they hit my body brought me back first to that kind of altered state that I experienced when I was under the piano, but it also brought that even to a higher frequency because I was able to be in reflection instead of just being in the moment of experiencing it. And it was very, very powerful. So this is, it's hard to explain exactly what's happening and maybe you have a better idea of what's happening. Uh, and it's hard to put words to it, but it's something that I feel like everyone should experience. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you had that experience. Um, I tend to try to not think about it too much. Do you know what I mean? It's also why I, I've never been under the piano myself. You know, people say, you know, well, you have all these people come under the piano. Have you ever been under the piano? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I've actually not been under the piano. And uh, I kind of don't want to be because I just, I just want to keep this sort of innocence about it, this sense of like, you know, not knowing really what it is so that I don't try to control it in any way. You know what I mean? I, okay. I have to reflect this to you. So I, um, I was teaching the DQ process, which is um, upgrading cellular intelligence. I think I taught it for almost a year and a half and I had never received a DQ process before. And it happened to be that one of my students was looking for somebody to practice on. And so I came into that, not as the teacher, but as a, as a, um, what would it be a client? And so it was the first time I'd ever received something that I was teaching others and doing for others. And I have to say, it took it to a whole new level. I was able to experience the vibration from the other side. And because I was able to do that, I had such a deep appreciation for the work that I didn't have before. So I'm just going to throw that out there that it may, um, it may take it to a whole new level for you. <laughs> okay. I'll keep that in mind for sure. <laughs> um, 
So where do I want to go next? Uh, let's talk about, because I know you do these private retreats and I know we kind of talked about it just a little bit, but I also know you have one, um, a couple coming up. So I want to talk about that experience because for some reason I'm kind of tapping in and that feels like more intimate for you or just this place where it's really connected to your heart. So I'd love for you to just tap into that and speak a little bit about what those retreats are like. You mean the longer week long retreats yeah. that I've been doing? Well, so, you know, I have these experiences at the concerts, you know, where I, I started having people lie under the piano, even at, you know, at public concerts, like, you know, like big stages, you know, like a, a thousand people or whatever, you know, and, you know, have people come up and four or five people at a time, get under the piano and then switch between songs and, or these home concerts, you know, where it's very intimate and we've got like 10 to 20 people and we're very, very relaxed, you know, living room, you know, conversational. I'm not the only one talking. Sometimes people are sharing. And and I kind of realized at some point that this was just really the tip of the iceberg that, you know, we're just beginning to have these relaxed, intimate, safe experiences where we can start to feel more vulnerable and open up and have feelings or share share things that are you know a little more sensitive so i thought wow what would it be like you know if we created if i created a a week or you know a longer period of this intimate safe relaxed energy that can just build on itself you know and what if we did you know some some more processes of intimacy building and authentic relating and you know breaking off into smaller groups and whatever so what happened was it's evolved into uh week-long retreats that i do currently one in montana and then sometimes in hawaii when it's possible where we get together and i kind of curate i guess is the word a whole week of like well this morning we're gonna wake up and we're gonna sit at the lake and we're gonna just watch the sunrise. And then from there, we're going to, um, you know, maybe do some yoga or, or have some sort of stretching. And then we're going to have some breakfast. Then we're going to, you know, get together and I'm going to play the piano and, or we're going to talk about, you know, I have these, I have these things where I like to, I write up all these questions that I, that I think are interesting and sort of are openings for people to have the opportunity to start to share on a deeper level. And so we ask these questions and, you know, to the group and, and the questions are, are anything from, you know, share a childhood experience that was, you know, something very impactful in your life, you know, something kind of simple like that to, you know, share an experience, think of an experience that, uh, you know, that was very, very difficult for you at the time. But now that when you look back on it, you can see that it was actually a huge opportunity for growth and awakening and healing and stuff. And, and it just kind of builds from there. And really, even after 24 hours, you know, the morning of the second day, people are like, wow, I can't believe it's only been one day because we feel so intimate and so close and so much has fallen away from our thoughts and our consciousness. And we're just so present right now. And I get, I get goosebumps when I say that because it's, it's so, amazing and beautiful and in a way so simple 
You know what I mean? We just give ourselves the the space and the opportunity just to allow something more substantial and essential kind of, it's kind of rises up. We don't even have to go searching for it. It just kind of, we allow it to rise up and then we we're in this experience and, and that goes on for a whole week, <laughs> which is, you know, and it's everything from like, you know, more intense kind of stuff to like paddle boarding down the whitefish river for four hours you know, in a gentle flow, watching all the nature kind of unfold in front of us, you know, so it's, and great food and fire circles at night. And I have to admit, it's, I look forward to it every year. And I think, well, I can't wait to, to do that because I learned so much too, you know, it's, it's, I, I set it up so that I'm not having to quote facilitate Mm -hmm. in a way that is traditional. I set it up so that I can actually be in experiential mode myself, you know, which adds to the authenticity of the whole thing, I think. Absolutely. I think that's the best way to, um, to hold those spaces is that you're actually in the reflection that everybody is. And not that everybody's in the same reflection, but you're, there's not this one person that's holding the space for everybody else. Uh, it, it, cause it, uh, that's just what you're talking about. It opens up the space of, that transparency and vulnerability to like, even I am this way. So if I can be this way, you can be this way too. And it's exactly that space. That's that's exactly how it is. Peter, like you're, um, you are just this kind of open, just naturally in that vulnerability, at least in my experience of you. And uh, it's been, it's really refreshing because, you know, it's funny that we have to go to these retreats in order to, sometimes go to that place within ourselves. And so where, but for us to just be able to hold that place in our daily lives is such a gift. And so the gift that you're giving others is that, Hey, like see what this feels like for a week and then go integrate it into your daily life and see how it changes. Do you get people saying how it changes when after they integrate back into life afterwards? Yeah, I do. And we actually consciously try to set up internal bridges that kind of bridge the weak experience uh, to our, you know, going back to quote our normal life, you know, and so that we can reference and kind of, you know, integrate them. And I think I get a lot of repeat people too. So at every retreat, there's at least half the people have already done one and some people have done several. And uh, it's it's a good thing. Uh, you know, it's funny because I, I never would imagine doing this kind of work, you know, when I was younger. And uh, but I've loved it so much. Like I've done a lot of workshops and retreats, you know, and, and in the past. And I've always loved I've always loved it. And so to kind of be able to create ones that really speak to what I think is rich and creative and valuable is is really great it's not, i really i feel very fortunate that i can do this you know absolutely it's it is a gift for sure and i can't wait to experience one um i definitely have that on my my list of things that are in my future pattern. And so I want to talk just a little bit about your future pattern. And I know you have this retreat coming, a couple of retreats coming up. And, but I also know that you have an album that you 
have been working on. Um, so I want to go into that experience and what that was like for you and just anything you want to share around that, because I, I haven't heard it yet, but I can feel the energy of it before it's even come to, I guess you could say my ears. I don't know how else to say it, but there's an energy behind it for sure. So let's have you just talk a little bit about that. I'm surprised you haven't, I haven't sent it to you. I feel I should have sent it to you already. Um, yeah, so the album is called Rapture, and there's a double meaning for the the title. There is the rapture of love, of personal intimate love, of falling in love with another human being and the rapture of that experience. And then for me, there's also the reference to, and I, I hesitate to say it, but the, the biblical sense of rapture. And maybe it's not just biblical. Maybe there is a, just a spiritual sense of rapture where it's, you know, a sense of rising out of sort of the illusionary-based, fear-based world of control and rising up into a higher awareness of freedom and uh, expansiveness and choice. And uh, I don't know, it's, that's kind of what this last year and a half has been for me. Um, I found myself going inside very, like, it, it was a craving. And actually, I still have this craving. I've always had this craving in my life, but it, it was so intensified 18 months ago, like January of 2020, I guess. And um I started to just, I just wanted to go inside and I found myself lying on my bed, staring at the ceiling fan for hours a day, you know, just like, just being with myself and, and discovering like, wow, I didn't know that was there. And, you know, and what does that feel like? And kind of going through that. And I just started to see so clearly like what was working and what was not working in my life, what relationships were nurturing, what were just kind of filler, you know, what habits, eating patterns, everything. I just started seeing like, wow, this is really, I, you know, and I started making adjustments. And my life went through a major transition this last year. And this album is really reflective of that because all my albums are autobiographical. They're all about, this is where I'm at right now. And uh, so that's what Rapture is about. And the funny thing is, is that you would think, that from way I, the way I just described it, that it would be this sort of ethereal, spacious kind of album, but it's actually not. It's one of my more melodic, structured albums where I actually wrote most of the songs like note for note. Two or three of them are improvised and the rest of them are actual compositions. And they touch on my classical roots, my jazz roots, my world global roots you know just like it has all these different colors and reflections of where i've been in my life and where i am now and i think it's a great record really um i i lose perspective after when i'm just when i'm about to finish the record i kind of lose perspective on it i go like well geez i don't really know if this is any good or not <laughs> but <laughs> But I put all this time and energy into it, so I might as well finish it and release it. And then I kind of let it go, you know, send it off into the world. And 
it comes out on June 4th. And uh, I've already sent it. You know, I, I hired a marketing team and publicity team, and we're, it's getting a lot of uh, a lot of initial good good response, and it's getting played. I don't, know, I don't know if you mind me saying this, but it's topped. It's been in the number one position of Amazon classical, jazz, new age charts, like all three. Oh, like, that's so exciting! <laughs> yeah, it's it's crossed all these all these genres you know just because it's really drawing on my roots and my roots are very diverse i was classically trained i was influenced by jazz i love pop and rock you know so it's been fun i i what i'm feeling in that is uh i know we were talking a little bit earlier in how you're just feeling this urge to just travel and to experience different places and i feel that in the, and, and just what you were talking about before. So maybe kind of holding that the experiences up until now, but then what I'm also feeling is in the music is the experience of where you're moving into. And um, it's, it's like this little loop of both at the same time, I guess, you know, going into spherical time, there really is no time, but I, I feel it's a full expression of your past, your future, and your now. I can't wait to listen to it. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I can't wait. Well, Peter, um, so there was a couple of things in there that you were talking about. So that you were classically trained and, you know, I just want to kind of like bring it back to when you first started to um, connect to the frequency of your gift in this and what that was like. And then, what it feels like to connect to the frequency of your gift now, just like kind of that evolution, because I feel like that's what's in your music. And I think it would be really beautiful to have you put words to that. Okay. Um, First thing that came to mind when you said that was that it's really all about self-acceptance and non-judgment. That that's what enables anyone i think to connect to their their gift their frequency their authentic self it's it's just you gotta love yourself and it sounds so simple and yet there are so many obstacles that come up on that path and you know and as they say the more you love yourself then the more you can love other people you know you can love humanity you can love the world you can have compassion and You know, it was much harder to do that when I was in my teens and my 20s, 30s, you know, and even 40s. And, you know, thank God it gets easier the older you get, you know, because it's it's gotten so much easier for me to to be compassionate and loving with myself and have compassionate conversations with myself of like, yeah, of course, you're having a hard time right now. This is not easy. You know, no one no one's told you how to do this. You know, this is, this is real life. You know, we didn't come here with a manual, you know, and, uh, and the more that I accept that kind of thing. And the more that I sit down at the piano and go, I don't know why I just feel like playing this for what, I don't know why I just, this feels really good. Let me just do this. And that's been my process more and more over the years of like, just accepting that this is where I'm at right now. This is what I feel like expressing right now. And, and that's it there's no there's no attachment to that being not okay you know it's like here i am this is me and um 
it takes practice, you know, and when you stumble and fall and you make a mistake or you do something that might not have been, you know, the, the highest vibration, you know, how quick can we forgive ourselves and get back on the path of, of just being one with ourselves, you know, how quick can we move out of judgment into just love and, um, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's like, how, how long does it take for me to, to reset when I feel like I kind of drifted, you know? I love and that. As you're talking, I have this, this picture of, so there's the stability and just the, the self-love. And then there's the, there's the opportunity to, you know, of course, when we make mistakes or whatever it is, we spiral down just a little bit, but then how quickly do we catch the spiral down? And it's not really that, but it, it will just for, um, yeah. just to have visual, but then within that, it's like that place of just, okay, I don't know why I'm, I'm supposed to do this. I don't know why I want to do this, but I'm going to do it. And then that creates like even a spiral up from self-love. And I love that you, you don't have to know why, because I feel like so many people get caught up of, well, I'm getting this, but I don't know why. And until I, I know why I'm not going to do it. And I love that you're just can like bypass that whole thing, because that's a huge part of my, what I teach is don't go into the why, just, just do it. Just stay in the frequency of the now, because then the why never matters if you're totally present in the moment of the direction of your intuitive guidance. And I love how you just are living your life like that right now. It's amazing. It's a practice. It's definitely a practice. And there's something really freeing about not going into the why, you know what I mean? But it's also harder to tolerate it because it's almost like you're, you're not justifying where you are. You know, if you don't try to explain it and you're just there, it's almost like you're floating and, and there's no attachment to gauging where you are. Do you know what I mean? And when you, I mean, you don't have like the references of like, I am here because, or I'm doing this because all of a sudden you're actually, actually, actually able to be more in the experience because you're not tying yourself to other places with thoughts. Does that make sense? Oh my gosh. I call it uh, existing in the abstract and, or existing outside the programming of the mind, because you're, if you don't have an attachment to a past story or you haven't put it in a filing cabinet of, okay, this is what I'm doing. And this is why it, it keeps you in the abstract frequency, which for me is, I mean, that's, I'm so passionate about existing in that space and kind of going back. It's funny. I use the, the word space going back to that of when you do your work and you allow this space within your body um, so that you can allow whatever frequency to come through. Uh, I think that that's a really beautiful reflection of kind of existing in this abstract because you're not trying to figure them out with the mind or you're not trying to figure out the music from the mind. It, it's just, you're allowing it to come through beyond the mind. And I, I think that's where we're moving as um, kind of like the human species is that we're moving into the ability of kind of existing in that abstract frequency and what can be created there is beyond words. I agree. I agree. And I think that all the noise from the world this last year and a half, and there's been so much noise from so many different areas has created sort of this polarity or this field for me 
of wanting to and needing to go more to this abstract place that's not connected to any of that stuff. And as much as that was a little bit confrontational at first, I feel like it's moving more into a place of just being again without the association, you know, kind of what you said. Let's just say that we're in agreement in our own way, because that's the beauty of it is that when we're in the abstract, it's, it's, it's this beautiful place of, yes, we can hold a reflection for other people that are existing in that space, but the reflection comes from frequency. It comes from this place of, it's like, you're able to speak words, but it's being received in frequency and not what the words are actually holding. And, uh, it's such a beautiful way to interact with people and uh, and it's so authentic and it's, and it's so beyond like, well, what am I going to say? Or how am I going to say it is that you're literally just in the moment, allowing the frequency to just be channeled through you and create words. And I really see that that's where I think we all have the capability of moving into that space and, um, and it's in there that we have the ability to move out side of conflict and it has to be one way that kind of what I call collective consciousness is that we have the ability to move beyond that and really do exist in that abstract space. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I feel you. Mm. All right, Peter. Well, what else would you like if there was something that we haven't covered that you want to share I'm just going to open it up and let you kind of connect in and see if there's something coming through the abstract for you to be shared. (laughs) It's funny, the more we talk about the abstract, the more I want to kind of go out into it. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm sitting here at a parking area by a, a trail up in the, you know, North Boulder up by the foothills and, you know, the mountains here and, I just love kind of, especially lately, I've always loved being in nature, but lately the call is really, really strong. And I just find it interesting, you know, what the connection is with nature, because it's so powerful and it's so healing. And I think it's partially because nature just is what it is. It just is where it is. You know, it's like if I, and I have since we've been sitting here, you know, I saw this rabbit you know bouncing around back and forth and a variety of birds and every time i see one a part of me goes you know it's like oh it's a it's a living thing that's moving you know independently you know through nature without a sense of uh self-consciousness or 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 a sense of right or wrong even it's just like you know the the rabbit's doing its thing the bird's doing its thing it's looking for sun food shelter you know whatever it's doing and um i just find that so healing and rewarding you know and when i'm looking at the these animals i feel like i can tune into their their vibe you know their frequency whatever you want to call it and just i i pick up on it you know as like i I kind of, I connect to it and there's a sense of like feeling what it's like to be them, you know? And uh, I just find that so healing. And I think if anyone has any doubt about the power of 
immersing yourself and losing yourself in nature that you know they should just go out and do it and try it because for me it's a huge huge part of my healing and balancing and connecting you know it's just to really get away from from everything else and just be be in nature and connect so I have this question that's coming through because I, I also, I have that experience. Uh, so when you're tuning in and you're becoming the frequency of, let's say a bird, do you lose your, your, your own identity or are you holding the identity of both? Just curious. I never even thought about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say that there's, I would say that there's both, but the part of me that I'm connecting from has less to do with ego and less to do with identity. Like I'm still, I'm still present and there's definitely me and them, but there's this place where we meet because I'm not coming from my, my ego identity. You know what I mean? So perfectly said. So perfectly said. So that's what everybody, even if you're not, you don't have somewhere to go that is in nature, there's somewhere you can go to, to see a bird and, have that experience that Peter just talked about because it's so powerful. It, and then I think once we practice that with something that's just this really beautiful, innocent frequency, then we can go and start to practice it with our family members and our friends. And then when once we take that to a place where we are somewhat in mastery of it, we can start to bring it to people that maybe we have resentment towards or that we need to forgive and see what it feels like to actually tune into the essence of their spirit, because it's almost impossible to hold those negative feelings when we, when we connect to others in that way. And it's, it's such a gift to ourselves and to others. So thank you for that reflection, Peter. (laughs) Mm, Thank you for clarifying it as well. So beautiful. Well, I think that we're just about out of time. Um, so Peter, again, just let us know where we can go to hear your, I can't wait to hear your new album, your new album. I strongly recommend doing a private session with Peter. And that is something that you can do uh, worldwide because it's something you can do on Zoom. Isn't that correct? Yeah, I've done it both ways. And it's amazing how intimate it can feel on, on Zoom you know, or Skype or FaceTime, you know, it's very, very tangible. And that's such a gift that, you know, we've moved into this era where we get to experience things like this, no matter where we are in the world. So I strongly recommend checking that out. So tell us again, Peter, if they want to check these out, uh, where they go. Uh, Just my website, petercater.com, P-E-T-E-R-K-A-T-E-R.com. It's all there, my, my music, my retreats, the piano readings. And again, at the bottom of the, the, the homepage there, there's a link that's something like, you know, email Peter and those emails come directly to me. So we can communicate that way. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Peter. This has been so inspiring. And I can tell my frequency has raised just through our conversation. So uh, thank you for that. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you for that, too, because I kind of felt like there was a moment where we kind of launched. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. I felt that. So yeah. I, I hope we can do more of this in the future. Um, so definitely stay tuned. Definitely take, 
check out Peter. And we just want to thank everyone for listening and being part of the superpower experts and cosmic consciousness. And uh, definitely check out Peter, listen to his music. I know you can listen to some of his stuff on YouTube as well. And Oh, yeah, everywhere. YouTube, yeah, Spotify, everywhere. Pandora, Apple, everywhere, yeah. And I would say when you're listening, listen from that place that Peter was talking about, from that place of connection outside the ego and just let it kind of flow through your cells and have the experience of what that's like, because it just takes music to a whole new level. And because Peter holds that already, it's so easy to tap into that part of his music. And so I highly recommend it. (laughs) Thank Mm. you, Peter. Thank you, Jules. You're very generous. Sending everyone so much love and a great big hug. Until we meet again, go and live to your highest potential. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.